There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. And we have a new style of sewed for you, which now makes it three episodes of the Tim McKernan Show per week. On Sunday night slash Monday morning, you'll get your guest. And coming up this week, Frank Opinion, a legend in St. Louis radio. And if you've missed Ozzy Smith from this past week, uh, that is up for your listening pleasure. Rizzuto the week before. Uh, and then John Kelly, uh, Blues broadcaster, he'll be coming up as well. So you have the guests every Monday uh, and then on uh, Wednesday slash Thursday, questions from the audience. And now, every week, pick six, your degenerate sports wagering podcast from the local perspective. Producer Joe is back for yet another year, and we have a new partner in crime producer joe uh he's a gentleman who will only go by and only answer to the name g unit uh producer joe i'd like to introduce you to g unit well it's good to be here guys uh, I'm excited love- about this season joe uh well, how do you feel about g unit entering into our competition well uh I, 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 I'm the defending champion right now. Yeah, that's an upset. Yeah, he did. He and, won it last. For yeah, the first and, time in like five years that we've been doing it, he did ship it. And I don't even think there was a yeah, sweat. Was, no, I was over 55%. Last wow, were you really? Um, I was so detached from it. Yeah. I didn't, over 55%. Is it, would you be impressed by that, G-Unit, if somebody won this thing this year over 55%? We go all the way through the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd be impressed by it. I it think it'll happen. Like you're that impressed. No, I, th- I think wow, that's a good percentage. Unit's bar a, is a little high. That's a good percentage. I guess, yeah, I guess that's it, great. It depends what. Uh, I think it depends how many games you pick it. Well, the name of the podcast for this uh, this segment is Pick Six, and the way we're going to do it this year, and I think this is good. And this is Gangster Pete's suggestion. He said it's the only time he ever emailed me with a complaint. But I have no problem with complaint emails. I like complaint emails. <laughs> I think some people, especially on our TMA fan page, producer Joe's not on Facebook. Are you on there, G Unit? I'm not. You're not. So nobody can try and track you down and figure out who you are. Uh, they're like hesitant to critique. I want critiques. That's the only way to figure out if we're doing something that we could be doing better or if we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing at all. So I want it. And it's not like I'm uh, infallible. So with regard to what we had been doing, and I thought this was a fine observation by Gangster Pete. For the past however many years we've been doing this, Producer Joe, it wasn't really pick six uh, because we'd pick the three best college games and the three best NFL games, and that would include Missouri and for the first few years, the Fighting Rammies, uh, and then a lock of the week. And what Gangster Pete said as far as listening to the podcast last year when we did it, and I didn't think it was that good either, but I couldn't really figure out a reason why. It's because we were picking games oftentimes that we didn't really have a strong feeling on. And so it's just like, oh, you guys are like kind of just like, you know, like, I don't know, I guess Michigan, I don't know, I guess Notre Dame, whatever. So this year, here is what we are going to do for our listeners' purposes. Uh, and then also uh, for those of you who would like to participate in the fun and games, join the uh, TMA fan page and uh, we'll have the opportunity to play each week. And uh, and you can participate too. I think we'll be playing for pride there. But 
Uh, here, here's what we got going on. Uh, we will pick the Missouri game every week. That's the only game that we will all pick. And uh, then we will pick four games that we really like, and it can be anything from Friday night through Monday night, and that includes producer Joe betting on overs on soccer games, uh, G-Unit likes some baseball games here and there, whatever, anything's in play, and then a lock of the week. And for the three of us, we have a gentleman's wager for whoever has the best winning percentage at the end of the year. Also something I'd like to ask as we begin this uh, campaign here in the 2018-2019 season, for winning percentage purposes, if we have a push, how do we handle that? If we have a push. Or drop it. Drop it? I, you, I, think, I, think, yeah, I think we should drop it, and so it just counts as a no play. Okay. So we'll strictly look at winning percentage based on wins versus games played. Uh, G-Unit, how do you feel about producer Drew? That's a good question. I think that's probably the uh... – the cleanest way to do it. I'm picking I, up a read that you don't like it, though. I mean, that's my read. Well, I because I, I think sometimes a push is better than a... Well, I mean, it's always better than a loss, but sometimes you're happy with a push. I'd hate to just see it go away and not even count it. Um, but I don't have a better idea right now. So, therefore, it passes. The motion <laughs> passes. The push, the push will go uh, away. But I wanted to establish that because inevitably it's going to uh, to come up. So... With that all said, uh, it's Pick 6. It's every Thursday slash Friday on the Inside STL Podcast Network. And all of our podcasts come to you from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly, a loyal sponsor of this podcast since the very first time we did one. And that was almost a year ago now at this point. Gary Pinkle at his house. Those were the first HomeLoanExpert.com studios. We were at Gary Pinkle's house. Ryan Kelly just got done climbing a mountain, which he did for a variety of charities. The Grand Teton in Wyoming. And that's the kind of business Ryan Kelly operates, one where he's not only saving you money, but he's also interested in charity. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. He can save you money if you're looking for a cash-out refi or if you're in the market to buy a home, and so many people are, go online at thehomeloanexpert.com. I can speak to the quality of the person running the business. His staff is outstanding. They have very little turnover, which also speaks to the quality of of the group of people working there in the office in which they work. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. And if you're a fan of the podcast, please support our sponsors. And Ryan Kelly's been on board since the very beginning, thehomeloanexpert.com. All right, let's start things off for 2018-2019. The University of Missouri producer Joe is at home. We had to dig up a line on this one, and we did find one courtesy of Five Dimes. They have Missouri, Tennessee, Martin as the Tigers minus 35 against the Skyhawks. Producer Joe, where are you going? Uh, I, I think Missouri will, will score points, obviously. Uh, five touchdowns is a whole lot to lay, uh, not knowing exactly what you're going to be, what Derek Dooley's offense will look like versus last year through Locke, obviously in the Heisman conversation this year, but... Uh, I have a hard time dropping five touchdowns out of the gate, but Tennessee Martin is not any good at all. And if you're going to be paying a school to come in, um, I, I, I think you'll want to put on as much of a show as possible. I question how much motivation there's going to be and how long the starters will get to play. But I will lay the five touchdowns and not feel particularly good about it. All right. Producer Joe is on Missouri G-Unit. I'm going to go with the Skyhawks on this one uh, for pretty much the same reasons that uh, producer Joe just 
talked about. I think this is a backdoor cover, though. I kind of see Mizzou uh, taking a little break um, from the gas pedal, and uh, we get a, a backdoor 75-yard run, 51-17 to 17 final. Oh, wow. So you're giving us score totals as well for those of you interested in over-unders. Uh, I, I've gone back and forth. When I first discovered the line, I was like, Missouri, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so not sure what Missouri is, which is why I think this week is so tough. There's a lot of variance on this week. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't want to be watching it and pulling against Missouri at the same time. I can't imagine them losing. So it's not necessarily in that position. Uh, I, th- I think I'm, I'm going to go with Missouri minus 35. I, I'm not I'm not jumping up and down about it, just like you, Producer Joe. Uh, G-Unit feeling more comfortable on the play. We're just throwing darts on this one. Uh, and so Joe and I will go with Missouri. G-Unit is on UT Martin in the 35. And uh, and we'll see how we can we we can fare in our first in our first Missouri game because I because I, I think over the course of the season if Missouri plays how I think they're going to wind up playing I'll be going against Missouri more often than not, but on this one I'm going to take them and I and because I, I just think they're going to score close to 60 points and then that means do I really think that the Tennessee Martin's going to get to four touchdowns so that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, the way I was viewing that one. All right, so with that all said. From this point forward, now we're picking our own games. I have no idea what Joe's going to pick. I have no idea what G-Unit's going to pick. And, of course, with G-Unit and Prod Joe, they don't know what they're picking, and they don't know what I'm picking. Producer Joe, you are up first. Your next four games, and then after we each give our four games for the pick six, we will each reveal our lock of the week. Producer Joe, the floor is yours. All right. Uh, I will start with Auburn laying two. Uh, in Atlanta versus Washington. Washington, I believe, being the only hope from the Pac-12 to make the college football playoffs this year. I think the Pac-12 is probably at the bottom of the Power Five conferences. I like the fact that Auburn is returning a quarterback for the first time since 2014. They are returning, obviously, their head coach. They are returning a really, really good team and probably the second-best team in the West behind Alabama. It is vital for both of these teams to win in week one, mostly for Washington, just based on the fact that they'll have to have some type of win that's going to hold up throughout the course of the year, which I think Auburn will. But I will lay the two points with the Auburn Tigers playing in Atlanta in a virtual home game. And I could see Auburn having two more really big tests the rest of the year, obviously Georgia and then Alabama in the Iron Bowl. But Auburn's going to be there at the end of the year as one of those teams that could be getting into the college football playoff. Next up, I will go with Notre Dame against Michigan. You're going to take Notre um, Dame? I am laying the point and a half with Notre Dame. Wow. Based on, one, they're at home. Two, it's a, obviously a very important game for both teams. But listen, if you go back and look, this will be the 16th game, just, just using it in terms of the last 16, counting this game that they're going to play on, uh, on Saturday. Here are Michigan's wins. Maryland, Minnesota, Rutgers, Indiana, Purdue, Air Force, Cincinnati, and Florida. Florida was their first game of the 2017 season. Those are the teams they've beaten. Those are their eight wins. Then let's look at their losses. Ohio State, Florida State, Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and South Carolina. So they are 8-7 and seven in their last 15. This will be their 16th game, and they will end up being 8-8 eight and eight at the end of that. What does all of that have in common? Mm-hmm. They beat teams that have no pulse and they lose to teams that are decent or good. That's it. 
Jim Harbaugh is going to be eight and eight in his last sixteen at Michigan and gets by just on being Jim Harbaugh. That's it. Now Shea Patterson's now the quarterback. Great. I don't think he's particularly good. Ohio State wasn't heartbroken when he, or pardon me, Mississippi State wasn't, or Mississippi. Holy cow. Ole Miss wasn't upset when he left. I just don't have any faith in Michigan winning a game of any importance, plus they lost their top wide receiver. So I will lay the point and a half with Notre Dame at home. Finally, games three and four that I'm picking are coming from the same matchup, Alabama versus Louisville. I'm going to lay the 24 and a half with Alabama. In their season opener since 2012, Alabama is 5-1 and one against the spread. Those games are against Michigan, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Southern California, and last year against FSU. So they're playing good competition out of the gate, and they're 5-1 and one against the spread in those games. And I'll go over the 62-and-a-half in those same season opening games. They're 4-1-1 one one in the over of those six games. So I will, uh, I will take Bama minus 24-and-a-half. I'll take the over of that game at 62-and-a-half. I'll take Notre Dame minus one-and-a-half, and I'll take Auburn minus two. All right, there it is. Producer Joe's picks are in. G-Unit, the floor is now yours. Man, I'll tell you, I, I really like that Auburn bet. Uh, I saw it at two-and-a-half, which kind of made me uh, scared a little bit because I think that it, uh, it's got a good chance to be a very close game. But – I'm not going to make, I'm not going to say Auburn. I'm going to go with the over in that game at 48 and a half. Uh, I think it's going to be a fast track and um, a very fast game. I think Auburn's going to win, but I think it'll be close. I'll say maybe 33 to 31. Uh, so just to, to get the over by a lot and stay away from the, from the team. I'll I kind of take... like, I got to tell you, I kind of like that play. I kind of like that play. I, I, producer Joe, my, my reaction to you on Notre Dame is because you—I feel like every year you pick against Notre Dame on a on a I do. on a damn near weekly basis. So I was surprised by that, but none of your picks really stood out. Although it's so tough to have something stand out this early in the year, but I do feel like the Washington Auburn thing that that does strike me as a potential track meet, and that could be a sweat-free win. I like that play. All right, off you go, G. And I apologize. I'm interrupting. That's what I do. I interrupt. No, that's good. That's good. So we'll go. Uh, we'll go on next pick. Middle Tennessee State at Vandy, and they are dogs by three. Uh, no really big reason to take this bet other than I think that it is um, it means a lot more to Middle Tennessee State, uh, kind of in their backyard. Vandy's not very good. Difficult to measure, though, because we see Vandy up against these monsters, right. and, uh, and they look terrible. But um, I think that Middle Tennessee State could see this as a big recruiting game, too. So I'll take them at plus three. Um, at Vandy. Uh, for my third game, I had, I'll tell you, I had the Duke over at 45. That's not the pick. Uh, I just kind of kind of freaked out. You just on... got some information here in the last <laughs> yeah. two minutes? So yeah. Okay, yeah. I understand that. But, um, but I will take the over in the Wisconsin-Western Kentucky game. Um, obviously, it's going to be a blowout, but I think that uh, Wisconsin pours it on and they, and they don't stop. Um, for some reason, I, I get this, the sense that they, they're one of those teams that, that don't stop. They never take the pedal off. Um, I don't know if that's the way they're going to be this year, which is kind of a trap for these early early season bets because the public's always thinking about what the team's uh, personality uh, was in, in years past and the immediate year for sure. So I'm, I'm walking into a known trap because I don't know this Wisconsin team, but I'm going to say 60 to 10, so I'll take the over. What's the total on that one they have? 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yeah, I like that play as well. I like that play as well. 
This G unit might be a problem, producer Joe. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what yeah. the, the numbers show after this. This, yeah. could, this could get pretty embarrassing for me. Uh, but then my what is this? My fourth pick. This is here? your fourth and final pick before the floor uh, is taken over by uh, me. All right. Well, this I'm going to go with Maryland against Texas. Maryland is the home team, and I think that the public loves Texas in this bet. And what's the number? Well, that's what the number's 13 and a half, and I think it opened up nine or, or ten, oh, really? something like that. But I had suspected that Texas would be a darling in this game, and sure enough, when I checked where the public money uh, was, uh, at least at up to to current uh, right now, Texas is the most bet on oh, team. Oh, you got that information. I like that information. This weekend, uh, 81% of the public favors them. So. In the first week, I think that you got to go against the public. Maryland plus 13 and a half. Maryland plus 13 and a half. So to, to revisit G Units plays, I, I, hold on a second, Producer Joe. To revisit producer, uh, G Units plays, he's going Washington Auburn over 48 and a half. He's going Middle Tennessee State plus three at Vanderbilt. He's going Wisconsin Western Kentucky over a 52 and a half. And then Maryland getting 13 and a half against Texas as he fades the public. Uh, yes, Producer Joe, what can I do for you? Before we had the Missouri line, I had uh, I had picked five games, you know, uh, an extra game because we didn't have the Missouri game to be able to roll with this. And I will tell you that I, and I scratched it because I, we obviously had the Missouri game that I had Texas minus 13 and a half solely based on the fact that Tom Herman uh, somehow, some way gets implicated uh in the past couple of days for being the other gentleman at the strip club, along with, uh, along with uh, his former Ohio state assistant coach. And so I was looking at it from the sole standpoint of the Tom Herman revenge game. I'm going to give somebody else something to talk about besides me being at a strip club and having nothing to do with, uh, with, with, you know, violence against a female and or urban Meyer in this case. So I, I, I canceled that game out, but I was on the opposite side of G unit there. Oh, wow. I producer like that outside is, the box, though. Producer Joe is very public. He's very public-heavy, so you two could have a lot of going back and forth over the course of the year. He loves the favorites, and he loves the public. Now, he doesn't realize he loves the public, but then I look at the numbers, and he's usually on with the public. Just as an observation. Now, he is the defending champion, and I have to, I have to bow in deference to him this year, but he is usually heavy on favorites. Interesting. I don't. You guys ever ever pay attention to that uh, that that super game they have out in Vegas for the NFL picks? What's going on there? Well, they just they they have some of the best betters in uh, in the world that I think they put up what ten thousand bucks and then and, and they pick five NFL picks and you can look at those picks and the winners and there's always uh, a, a very heavily non-public money winner really? if you track their picks throughout the season. It oh. could be coincidence, but it's, it's. Do they put the picks up before games? Can you I, find them somewhere? They do. They do put them up before the games. It's on. Uh, it's it's on some some website. I'll I'll think about no, it. No, I'd, I'd like I'd like to see that. That does legitimately intrigue me. That does legitimately intrigue me. All right, my four plays before we go to your gentleman's locks. My four plays, uh, as the antithesis of producer Joe, I am on uh, three underdogs. Uh, to start things off, West Virginia minus 10 at Tennessee. I am taking the Volunteers and the 10 points. Could see it being a high-scoring game. Could see Tennessee not being as bad as they're anticipated to be. And I'm going to take the Volunteers and 10 points at home against West Virginia. 
Uh, Virginia Tech is taking on Florida State nearly 20 years after they played for the national championship with Michael Vick at quarterback. I will take Virginia Tech plus 7.5 against Florida State. And just because uh, the Plowhawk has been talking about how the Illinois over-under of 3.5 wins for the season (laughs) is a legitimately great play as far as the under goes, that makes me think Kent State actually has a chance to win the game at Champaign this weekend. And so I will take Kent State and the 16.5 points that they are getting against the Fighting Illini and their 3.5 over-under win total for the season. And then finally to wrap it up, and I think you boys are going to like this play, but maybe you won't, uh, Houston is taking on Rice, and the total is 55.5, and, and I have a feeling that one is going to be sim- that's going to be similar to G-Units over-under on uh, Washington and Auburn where we might not even have a sweat on it. And so I am going to take the over on Houston and Rice of 55 and a half. And I'm confused why it's not in the 60s or even 70s, which makes me think I might be missing something. But that's where I am. Uh, any thoughts on any of those plays, boys? Joe? I really like your over of Rice. I, I like your over of Rice in Houston. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now, I picked three I, underdogs, I so you can't like any of those. No, I, well, I like West Virginia. I, uh, I think Tennessee is actually going to be worse than people are expecting. This is, this is in that three-win for Illinois right now, whether it's basketball or football. So betting against Illinois, might, that might be the ultimate fade team this year. Uh, we lost you there for a brief moment, so I guess Gangster Pete's going to have to edit because I, I don't know if you got another call or what the hell happened. That's the risk of having you no, on, the, no. uh, on the phone. Uh, but either way, uh, anything from UG unit on my plays? I'm just curious. I like feedback in advance. You know, I don't, I don't dislike any of them. Um, I think I, I agree with, uh, with Joe. I like that over, um, the, the most though. Out yeah, of them. I'm surprised that that numbers, I just figured that would be something like in the 65 ish, give or take a point range. Um, all right. This is how a man is judged though, when it gets down to it. And that's his performance in locks of the week. This is where I have great pride in last year. Losing to producer Joe, don't get me wrong, embarrassing, but he had a great year. I was so bad at locks of the week, it became like a run to fade my locks, and I've got to get the ship right this year. It's tough to start in week one, but that's where we do, and that's where we have to go. Producer Joe, what is your week one lock of the week for our pick six? Uh, Mine is coming early in the morning on Sunday. Uh, I am going to go down the soccer path. Oh. And Manchester... Yep, here we go. Manchester United against Burnley. You've got uh, a over two and a half, and you're bringing back 110 on that. Um, take the over on that game. United's backs up against the wall. A disastrous start to the season for them. What's the, what's and, the total? Uh, uh, two and a half. Two over and a half. the two and a half plus 110. So you're even bringing back money on that. Burnley also uh, a really, really bad start to the season. That was a team that finished inside the top 10 last year inside the English Premier League. But uh, Manchester United, just an absolute dismal performance against Spurs on Monday. Tottenham Hotspurs, Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> that follows a dismal, dismal performance that they had had the week before in losing to Brighton and Hove Albion. And uh, they, have, they have found a way to go over in their first three games. And that string continues here. Take the over two and a half, and uh, then you'll have some money to bet on LSU later that evening. There it is. There it is. Uh, I, I have absolutely no reaction to that outside of I told G-Unit Advance that you might be hearing some obscure soccer plays from producer Joe. And sure enough, we got one as the first week's lock. There it is. Uh, G-Unit, what do you have? 
My lock of the week, week one, is Troy plus 10 uh, at home against Boise State. Wow. And the thinking behind this bet is I, I think Boise State is is uh, a favorite of, of the country, and they get over overly played. Interesting. And I think the line sometimes adjusts with them, kind of like the Cowboys or the Irish. Uh, yeah, Boise State I guess, falls in that category a little bit. Um, the games at home, Troy ended last season with uh, with five consecutive wins, uh, a lot of them blowouts. Um, Boise State finished strong too, but uh, I think that the, the main point here is that uh, Troy wants to be Boise State, and this is a game that Boise State might be looking uh, beyond to week two. So they get stuck. They still win, but they win by a touchdown. Uh, Troy is the lock of the week at plus 10. Troy plus 10 against Boise State. I thought I would have the most obscure game, but I think you might have shipped me on that one because I am going with a former power. This is something that I used to love to bet in the 1990s, and I'm glad to see they're getting back together. Uh, and, it, and it used to be that the line was so great that back in the 90s we couldn't find a line for it because they were expected to win by like 60. And that is Nebraska... New era Ooh. in Nebraska, the Scott Frost era, putting on their first display against a team that back in the Dr. Tom Osborne days, they used to just run off the field in Akron, Nebraska, under the lights on Fox with the debut of Scott Frost coming off his undefeated season at UCF, minus 26 against Akron. That's where I am. I am shipping the Huskers. <laughs> You kind of like it, no, G-Unit. I'm picking up a read. <laughs> I really do like you that like pick. That play. I'm surprised I didn't see that. Nice. I, well, I, I, I like the angle you're taking it uh, from, too. I mean, um, yeah, they, they could win that game by 50. I could see them just trying to put on an absolute let's-get-people-fired-up clinic and score something like 60, and even if you know Akron somehow put up 30, they still cover. Producer Joe, uh, your thoughts? No love for the zips. That really <laughs> yeah, that's right. No love for the zips. And I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell to say about Burnley and Manchester United. Uh, and I didn't expect I'd be thought having a thought on Boise State or Troy, but there it is. Uh, G Unit taking Troy in the ten, and then I am on Nebraska minus twenty six against Akron. So the pick sixes are in. You are welcome to participate. I will create a t- uh, thread on the TMA fan page where people can uh, can track our plays and also give their plays for the week. The Pick 6 every Thursday slash Friday here on the Inside STL Podcast Network now through the Super Bowl. And each one of us, uh, I mean, I guess I can say it sometimes when you're on the radio, I don't want to say this stuff, but I'll say it now. We're each putting $500 up, so whoever wins with the best record amongst the three of us will win a grand and uh, and we'll be playing uh, our, our our wagers as well. Plus, there were some that uh, you boys had that I uh, that I enjoyed. I'll, Joe, I'll bet your soccer game. I know I will. I have no clue what the hell's going on, but I'll bet it. And I think uh, I think you've got a couple in their G unit that I'll that I'll be on. I'm gonna uh, bet the soccer game too. Yeah, might as well. This guy's this guy's on a heater with his soccer plays. That's a streak. He really nine is. and two so far this year. Nine and two is pretty yeah, nine damn. Nine and two so far. Pretty this damn year. legitimate. Really good about it. Uh, um, so producer Joe's going with a soccer for his lock of the week. Uh, Troy plus 10 against Boise state for G unit. And I'm on Nebraska minus 26 against Akron. And that's a Saturday night in Lincoln as there is optimism there for the first time in a long time, uh, with Scott Frost back, uh, Missouri fans may remember him from the uh, kick six. He was the quarterback on that. And of course he killed it 
at UCF. All of our uh, programs here uh, have some great sponsors. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is one of those sponsors, and we are very grateful for him getting on board with the podcast. This is something that I truly regret when I look back on my 20s. Uh, I screwed up my money management, my 20s, and, and, and really my 30s, too, and candidly, a little embarrassed by it because it's not like I didn't have people making suggestions, but it became a whole thing to do all sorts of paperwork. And if we're talking about retirement, that's like 300 years away back when you're in your 20s, and then all of a sudden you get in your 40s, and you're like, what was I doing? I could have been paying off my condo, could have been saving money, could have been investing. Can give you an example. I met with a guy last year, and he said, what are you doing putting your money in savings? And I said, I don't know. That's what I thought you do. He said, well, maybe that's what you do when you're 10, but not when you're 40. You need someone who can help you figure this out, but not somebody that's going to make you fill out all sorts of forms just to get started and take forever to get you pointed in the right direction. And that's why I talk about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He is the guy who can help you figure out this before it becomes too late, and it's never too late if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, to make sure that you are set. I met with Mark, and I was really impressed by not only his knowledge, but also his passion for helping everyday people build a strategy to get to their financial goals, and also how simple it was. He opens up his iPad, shows you the numbers, shows you what you got, and shows you where you can be managing your money in the right way. And he cares so much. It really is uh, something that I think is why he's built his business, because you can tell he really cares about his clients. If you get in touch with him, he will be able to help you. His name is Mark Hanna. Give him a call at 314-889-0503 or check him out online at evergreenstl.com. We're in the homeloanexpert.com studios. Mark Hanna presenting along with the good people at Johnny Landoff at I-270 in the Washington Elizabeth exit and also online at landoff.com. And our other sponsor who has been with us from the very beginning is James Carlton of the Carlton Insurance Agency, State Farm Insurance Agent. James Carlton with us before I even started this thing. And I am very, very grateful to him for that. He's online at carltoninsurance.net. You can call him at 314-961-4800. James Carlton and his team. And when I say team, I mean team. He has a team of seven people answering phones to make sure that you call and you don't get a voicemail or you get passed around. You are getting answers immediately. And now that I've been working with James, I can tell you firsthand how helpful it is and how great he runs the operation. It's James Carlton of the James Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800 or online at carltoninsurance.net. James Carlton, along with Mark Hanna, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com, and Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, our sponsors here on the Tim McKernan Show. Producer Joe, a happy wagering to you. I'm looking forward to pick six this year in G-Unit. Welcome aboard. I, I like uh, your angles on how you think of the plays, and so I'm anxious to see if you're as sharp as you come off, or if you're just a complete and total fraud. <laughs> because producer Joe and I have been exposed as just being bad at this for almost every year we've done it. I had one really good year where I think I was close to 60%, and uh, Joe had last year, and maybe you are a sharp. I don't know. Maybe you're a sharp. I wouldn't bet on it. But maybe. <laughs> Joe, was, was, there yeah, you to say, was there something you wanted to say? I feel like I'm doing a satellite interview, and you'll have a three-second delay. Yeah, I, I feel as though you're uh, the financial advisor there, the Mark Hanna. Was, Don't you mess uh, with my sponsor? You mess with my sponsors. I'm coming through the phone. No, I, I, I have a feeling that he would strongly urge anybody listening to this uh, to not wager whatsoever. Don't, don't. That's right. That, so no, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you put words in my sponsor's mouths, but in this case, I think he would sign off on that statement. 
Yes, when uh, when he heard yeah, me saying, "Yeah, you know, I didn't really save money. I just played on Poker Stars in my 20s." He's like, "Oh my god." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's what I did." Then I got into daily fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Now I play golf all the time. It's really it's really impressive. I'm 41 and total degenerate. Uh so great to have the sponsors yep. on board and of course G Unit and producer Joe. Uh, looking forward to this this year, and hopefully we can uh, give people winners, in particular with our locks. You know, you can lean on those each week. Uh, for Producer Joe, for G-Unit, for Gangster Pete on the ones and twos, and for all of our sponsors, thank you to everybody for listening. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been a all-new edition of Pick 6 on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios.